We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broad note. How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With Ryan ready in his chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! It is time, and the Twidget chat is active, so. <laughs> How do I get rid of it? <laughs> Say it every time, but that there opening never gets old, man. No. <laughs> well, hey. All right. Laura says, not again. I'm busy. So go do whatever it is you're doing. We don't need... <laughs> We're busy, too. I'm still in the middle of dinner here. I haven't even finished dinner. Yeah. I still got some fries and an apple pie left. Dude, and you know how McDonald's is after you let it sit for a while. It turns into fucking styrofoam. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> I woke up at 2 today. I still got the lumbar pillow on here, so my hat's bumping into it. I woke up at 2, <laughs> and I'm just like, I need either. Let's see here. We need either a reflector or another light for Ryan's face. He's hiding under his hat, as per usual. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more comfortable that way. It's every week, every week. That's all okay. Right. It's all good. I want people to see, uh, see, see, see my eyes. There's something devious occurring. <laughs> I've got a beanie. Maybe I'll swap out at the we break. Could get a, we could do a... We could get like a reflector or something and kind of point it back at you for next work. for next time. Well, we were talking about beforehand. Like I have a bad habit of every time the light comes on or anytime <laughs> I notice the light, I look directly at it, even though I know you should not. So yeah, it might be a better idea for me to just not wear a flat brimmed hat every time I am attempting to show my face on a live broadcast. But that would make too much fucking sense. Yeah, uh, Karina used to do the same thing though, just kind of like. Uh, you know, like, like I'd be like, I, she'd be sitting in the chair. I'd be like, Google turned the lights on, and she'd just go. Which <laughs> now like, I just look directly at the lights, so and now I'm gonna be blind for a few minutes. Right, exactly. See, it's uh, it's not just me. <laughs> here you go. You would be the worst Jedi, but not for long. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, like, as soon as I was taken off of, uh, yeah, this mortal mortal plane or whatever, uh, the next worst Jedi would be the worst one. Yeah, yeah, I probably would not last long. Judging by how I've been doing an Elden Ring, I wouldn't last long at much, <laughs> apart from what I'm doing, which is just you know bullshit. <laughs> I've just been working and working and working yeah. and just kind of. Don't you mean uh, procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating? A little. Yeah? A little, yeah. Column A, column B. <laughs> I, mean, I was telling you guys, I just, I, like, we finally got some of the Living Brain Dead merch in. I'm actually wearing some of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we finally got some of the Living Brain Dead merch in. And uh, a couple of them were, were some of the Pride Flag stuff that we did, uh, that we re- launched last Bandcamp Friday, which... Mm-hmm. Bandcamp Friday is this Friday, so if you want to buy shit from our Bandcamp, go ahead. But we are launching a web store soon. Um, but uh, Scott Leffler's messaging me, knowing I'm on the air. He says he loves the hockey pucks. He made a few for all, uh, made a few all WNY pucks last year, but used vinyl. Uh, ink would probably last longer. Yeah, probably. 
Um, it's nice and smooth. Like they're they're on the table behind after the if you want to hit them during the song break, take a look at them. Oh wow, yeah, looking but, good. But yeah, I uh, but um, so we're doing uh, you know we get the merch and we got some of these pride flag shirts, right? So uh, the rectangular, but the print is kind of like skewed in very slightly towards the top, right? Mm. Um, so last night I kind of was like, all right, let me fucking switch to the distributors of the Think So Joe Show merch that I just launched because those are rectangular and they came out just fine. Hmm. So I sat there and I'm doing all that and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I should be working. I'm literally doing this just to procrastinate. (laughs) Um... So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing is procrastinating. Yeah, that is that is how the world turns. It's like whatever the top priority is, it's usually the most difficult thing. So that sits the longest while everybody else does lower priorities to make them feel like they're inching towards the top priority. You came over and you're like, I got work. You're like, yes, I did. You're, you're <laughs> like, you're like, can I come over early and do my work? Like. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I tried to. So I had a doctor's appointment. I would have just gone home had I known that I had no work. Oh, literally me and my taxes today. See, exactly. You know, at least you're even thinking about them because this is the- I got to do mine. Yeah. Th- we, th- we were talking about this weeks ago. I've got to do mine. Yeah. This is the first time since the year has turned over and I got my W-9 that I've, I've even thought about doing my taxes. I am not- I am usually an April 14th filer. It is, <laughs> I am not on top of that usually. And I got to file taxes for shambles this year too. So mm. that's going to be fun. <laughs> but no, it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have brought work over here to do if it weren't for the fact that like I had a doctor's appointment. I think I'm going to have work to do. doesn't make sense for me to drive home and then drive here. So I just come over, boot up the laptop and I did not receive the work that I needed to do. So instead, I was sitting here kind of awkwardly watching you eat chicken nuggets. I didn't have much to say. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's okay. You texted me at, like, quarter to five. I got the text at quarter after five as I was going to order chicken nuggets and jump in the shower. I'm like, dude, give me 15 minutes. Yep. <laughs> like, you could come over and do your work, but just give me 15 minutes. I gotta. I, I need to, like... I am in no way prepared for the show yet today. (laughs) Like, literally, we were, I was, uh, like, putting in the information into the software as we were coming on the air to be able to do the show, to be able to stream. And I'm just like, fuck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) By the seat of our ass, we're here. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. I woke up at 2 today. I set an alarm for noon. I went to bed at 8. Mm-hmm. Set an alarm for noon. Next thing I know, it's 2 o'clock. Just wake up, I roll over, I grab my phone, look at my phone. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's 2 o'clock. I overslept. Your hockey pucks have arrived. Cool. So I get up, I go grab the hockey pucks, and also this, this shirt came in the mail today, so that was already here when I got up. Yeah. So I fucking, like, uh, Laura says a knocking noise. I don't hear a knocking noise. I don't know. So I fucking get up, and I, I roll out of bed. I go grab the hockey pucks. Like, all right, cool. So I go ink this ink pad I have and, you know, get the stamp and start stamping these hockey pucks. I'm like, man, these came out pretty good. And I'm just like, next thing I know, it's like 3.30, and I'm like, oh, shit, I got a podcast to do today. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to come up with music, and I got to, like, make a thumbnail. And I'm like, 
Okay, so so what's what's today? Like, oh, it's National Dr. Seuss Day. Okay, I'm just gonna do a blue background with like the red and white striped all WNY logo on. Oh, that's so, fucking great. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that, that that's easy enough. Can the restream body? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's, uh, no, man. I know what you're saying. Like, so that's like, like, like fucking. I don't know. I shouldn't say like great art, but like all good things are usually bred from last minute panic. Like. Like, like continually turning out like production and stuff, having everything be done ahead of schedule is ideal, but it's not realistic. Last minute panic is good. So basically, this will be the best show ever, is what I'm fucking saying. Yeah, we it, it, we it, had it, no, we are unprepared yeah. entirely. It came, it came together all at the fucking end, and now it's going to be the best ever. <laughs> like this single art I'm doing, Kirsten says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I I liked the art. We got last night, but I understood the the, the concern of why uh, we're not using it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, can't wait to see what what comes out of that. So yeah, but it looked you know. it looked fucking phenomenal, yeah. and I am excited to see yeah where, where where what comes out of that and what we end up doing next. We're at we're at band practice last night and getting the getting the texts with the uh, with the. Um, with the with the artwork, yeah. just like guys, look at this, and it's just progressing as we're going through band practice. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cool to see yeah the art in motion. I I know nothing about uh, uh, visual art of any kind. Uh, what is Meg Ryan's shirt? Uh, my shirt. So uh, uh, this is one of my brother's friends and an acquaintance of mine, uh, Jeanette Cargill, uh, is an artist in Rochester. This says Rotten Chester. And uh, it is the Rochester uh, symbol, which is like a like a flower symbol, but it's you know dripping in its eyes and shit. Kirsten yeah. knew before he even stood up. Yep, <laughs> I- exactly. <laughs> we we played a we played a show with uh, my brother's old band, Incognito Burrito. They were more of like a jam, uh, jazz fusion metal band kind of. They covered Primus and shit, you know, wacky stuff. But we were the only punk band on the bill, and it was the first time we had shirts, so I was standing at a booth directly next to Jeanette. She was super nice. I met her. She, we traded some art for a shirt, and she put this out a year or two ago. My brother bought them all for us, so that's what the shirt is. Uh, I actually have her store. I should probably promote that. <laughs> yeah, go for <laughs> it. Tight one second. Uh, it's the well, Enlightened Studio. I See, I saying. thought this would come up. But ch- I, check it out. These are on there. The Enlightened Studio. I was going to say, well, you're doing that. I'll promote merch.thinksojo.com. All new shirts available now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> some awesome new shirts. Yeah. Get some great new Think So Joe shirts. We're going to have new Living Brain Dead stuff as soon as we uh, drop this single. Fuck I think yeah. that's I think that's the plan is we're going to launch the store along with the single. Hey, yeah. look. I believe so. Hey, look at that. Follow that link for some great shit. Those two shirts are still available, but <laughs> there's also new stuff. So, <laughs> yay promotion from Ningwood Records. That's good promotion too. He's he's in the chat as Ningwood Records. So when it comes up and we <laughs> we want to interact interact with him, it's up as Ningwood Records. Good job, Tim. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Frequency and reach. I love it. <laughs> the idea came up yesterday of me starting a fucking record label. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, go for it. There is, like, I just get ideas in my head and shit just happens. Right, just batter up, just go for it. Like, once the idea is in my head, it's got to happen. I literally, like, I got the idea in my head a couple of weeks ago, like, I should do a 90s night somewhere. I should should get back into DJing a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I went out 
uh, after I got back from Vegas, I went to fucking Guitar Center. I got one of my guitars set up, and I got a fucking uh, DJ controller, so I can literally like plug into my laptop and do a fucking DJ set. Fuck yeah! So, so you're all set to get out there and do '90s night. That's all. I, that, that's all it takes. I just want to really like my my thought with that is before I actually book anything, I want to uh, just kind of take some time, make sure I have all the '90s songs I can think of, and like also just kind of mentally prepare for it because I haven't DJed a set in almost twenty years now. No oh, shit. So no, oh, it's like riding a bike. I guess you go up, you play the song, you make a witty comment. Well, now I want to now because these have like the you know the turntable analogs on them, so now I want to learn how to scratch. Oh, okay. Like, oh, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I I went on Skillshare, right? And I'm like, let me check out Skillshare and see if they have a course on DJing, and then maybe I'll sign back up for Skillshare. So I go on; they have a course on on uh, you know scratching, and I watch the intro video because the intro video is free. And he's, like, talking about the history of scratching and, like, you know, f- you know, famous DJs who, who did scratching. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, this looks like a good course. And the thing is, Skillshare doesn't currently have a monthly subscription. You have to sign up annually. Okay. So, I'm like, I don't want to spend a hundred and something bucks right now. Especially, <laughs> I, just, I just spent over, you know, over a grand on Metallica tickets on Monday. But <laughs> that's besides the point. I'm like... I don't want to spend over a hundred bucks right now because I don't know that I'm going to have time to actually like sit and do, you know, more than one course. Right, right. So I don't yeah, want right. to... Don't spend the money on something for a yearly subscription if it's going to take you like three weeks to stop paying attention to it. Yeah. If your attention span fizzles out. Yeah. But we're in the, we're in the group chat yesterday and we're talking about uh, when this single releases and when when we get it back and we get ready to put it out like, what do, what do we, like, how do we put it out? Because Brian put out our last, uh, through his, uh, you know, distro kid label. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I, you know, like, I'm probably going to sign up for the same tier that he was at, which is the label tier, which means you could put out, you know, as many releases as you want throughout the course of the year. There's no limit on it. You just pay one price, mm-hmm. and then you, uh, you can set your release dates and all that. And, uh, you know... Katie, go, oh, you, you know, oh, you know, that's a good idea. What are you going to call your label? And I'm just like, I, I haven't thought that far. <laughs> and then the thought g- gets in my head, like, hey, I can sign bands and shit if I have a label. I don't know how the fuck, you know, I don't, I don't know what that would all entail. And, uh, and, and uh, from, <laughs> from what we're told in the chat here is, uh, go for it. Just be prepared for stress from an actual record label, so... Well, see, that's, that's the thing right there. Like, yeah, dude, like, uh, you, you know, you're like, oh, I can sign bands, but that kind of really buries the lead on what it does entail, which is like, yeah, you're going to need to have, like, a contract with, like, loyalties and license... Loyalties. Royalties and licensing revenue set up, and then you're going to need to have, uh, what would you call it? Not, like, a scope of work or a work order, but, you know, yeah, an outline of what they need to do. Um, yeah. Jeez, if only I knew a lawyer... I know, right? <laughs> hey, man, I'm into intellectual property licensing, but on the side of technology, I'll talk to you about, uh, like, performance and shit. Like, we were talking about, like, mechanical licenses to be able to play uh, to be able to covers do a DJ and shit. Set, yeah. That was, like, that is not my forte. I haven't 
done that shit since we, law we were literally on the way to band practice last night talking about that because of you know you need that license the the venue needs that license to be able to have somebody come in and play a bunch of these you know <laughs> 90s songs that are BMI and ASCAP registered and all that so, right yeah, and we were so yeah absolutely and, and we were talking about the likelihood of various venues that we're playing at <laughs> actually having that and how it's it's likely that most of them do, but there's going to be a surprise at some point or another where one of them ends up in litigation because they do not have it. What's funny is we're doing this. We're we're going to be doing this covers EP soon. Yeah, and like we're obviously going to probably play something off of that at like every show. Like we were uh, running through uh, what we're going to play March 18th. Holy shit, that's like next Friday, isn't it? That's coming right up. Fucking man. hell! All that right, is, uh, that is 16 days from now. Yeah. All right, so uh, so not so not next Friday, the Friday after that. Is that yep. what that is? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not next Friday, the Friday after that. We're at Good Bar with uh, Knuton and uh, Idiots of Idealism. Was that the name of the band? I believe so. I, I think so. Um, so, you know, we're like, what are we gonna play? We gotta play something off this covers album. So we we were like, which one are we doing? And we're just like, which one are we okay with? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like okay, this one that we've been doing the longest. So okay, fuck yeah. Well, that one yeah. kicks, man. Yeah, it does. Bass, for baseline, sure. and that's fun. I can really the fact that we played it twice, it. and I actually hit the solo in it twice. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I'm like, yes, I fucking hit the solo this time. Is it really punk rock if you hit the solo though? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to get somewhere close to the solo. The the last couple of times we tried to play that, I couldn't even, like, get it started. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm just going to, you know, noodle around somewhere where somewhere in the vicinity of where this solo is supposed to be. <laughs> um, but I got it that time. So so I, I think we're ready for yeah. this Friday. Should so. be good, man. I'm excited. It'll be the first time I actually get to play out with you guys, so that'll be fun. Because, I yeah. know. As long as none <laughs> of us get sick beforehand. Yeah, dude. Freaking fingers crossed. Holy shit. Dude, I... So I was in Vegas uh, last Friday. Mm. And, you know, I, I I drive up with this uh, with the, with this dude, uh, Dennis, and uh, we drive to Cleveland and fly out of Cleveland to, uh, to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned, like, keeping my mask on during the show. And he says, yeah, you should. As soon as we walk into Allegiant Stadium, he takes his mask off. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm taking mine off, too. Because I'm wearing these KN95 masks. So they're, like, digging at the back of my ears. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. So now I'm in this, uh, and we got floor. So we're just in the middle of this sea of fucking people. Nobody wearing a fucking mask. And I got home. I'm like, fuck. That was a dumb idea. And I'm starting to, you know, like, get... It, it has to be psychosomatic symptoms, right? I mean, because I've tested negative. So it's like, it's got to be psychosomatic symptoms. Yeah. Of like, oh, I'm having trouble breathing. Like, my Pepsi doesn't taste right. I'm like, literally like, okay, that te- that Pepsi didn't taste right. So I'm like eating everything in my fridge. Like, is that, can I taste this? <laughs> I'm sniffing things. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that smells like a hockey puck. <laughs> this is this is not the ones we're gonna have for sale, but this one was custom made for me, so that's. Uh, <laughs> we are tell, gonna. I can tell. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We are gonna have custom hockey pucks available at the show on the 18th, and also probably when we relaunch the merch store, whenever that ends up happening. So, fuck yeah, hockey puck, man. It's unique. Get out there and fucking go five hole. Love it. I posted a picture of the of the ones we just made, and I and one of my buddies was like, "Dude, that is the perfect piece of merch to have in this area." I said, "Fuck yeah, it is." 
Like, I collect them, so I'm sure somebody else would be like, oh, that's fucking cool. I gotta buy that. Hell yeah, dude. So You need, like, one obscure item in your merch booth. Like, it's gotta be one thing that is different <laughs> we that nobody about, else has. We were talking about that on the uh, about the merch <laughs> store last night, because we're I'm like, is there anything on this list you guys think we should add? And you're like, man, you know, if we didn't already have so much stuff, it might be funny to have a shower curtain. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. No, because that's the thing. I feel like if you're... Uh, if you're trying to stage it as like a joke, yeah, you gotta have like you can get the t-shirt, you can get the hoodie, or you can get the living brain dead shower curtain. But it's like <laughs> when you have like a store uh, to the extent of what is going to occur, like mm-hmm. the joke will be buried and it won't people won't get it uh, right. as much. But like it, it would be absolutely hilarious to have a shower curtain branded with the band on it. I should at least <laughs> put the dog dish in there, so it's just like like, what the fuck? They have a dog dish? Yeah, like, I'd okay, get, I'd get, keep scrolling. I'd get, the, I'd get that fucking dog dish. Mine yeah. would be all over that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just had this whole group group chat of just, like, here's shit you can buy, and I'm just putting the logo on, like, every fucking thing in, a, in, in the store from the distributor, and I'm just like, I'm like, you know... You know, John and I are single, so we got these, uh, you know, we, we, we could get these living brain-dead fucking, uh, you know, duvets... To fucking put on the bed so we can impress our dates, you know, like. <laughs> I'm talking to John last night, and he's, oh, you know, this girl's coming. I kind of like her, and she, I think she likes me. And I'm like, all right, I won't hit on her. We're good. You just, you just point at her like, not her. Like, okay, cool. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, man. Should be fun. Upstairs at Good Bar is a good time. Yeah. Although we were, we were, uh, <laughs> John's never been there, so we were picking on him because, uh. So upstairs at Good Bar, I like the sound. We've played there a bunch of times. Uh, it's, you know, they got a bar up there. It's got a good capacity. It, it is the most difficult load-in in the city of Buffalo because sure. you either need to take it up a rickety uh, fire escape out the back door, and usually every time we play there, it's raining or snowing. So walking on metal wearing chucks is not a good idea <laughs> in, 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 in wet, inclement weather, basically. Uh, the other option is, you know, you're always playing a Friday or Saturday night, Mr. Good Bar is one of those places that is just, like, packed with people all the time, no matter what's happening. Usually drunk toddlers, honestly, just, like, totally (laughs) shit-hammered. And you need to carry shit from the rear lot down the side of the building to the front door, into the bar, past all the drunk people, up a flight of stairs, (laughs) in, and then onto the stage. And it is not insurmountable. But, like, like, like it's it's very, it, honestly, it's not as difficult as I am making it sound with that description, but it is not particularly fun, and we were picking on John because he's got all the shit to carry. Like, I'm going to have a bass guitar, you're going to have a guitar, and we'll split the box, you know, that has all the fucking shit running into it, and then Kevin, or, or Katie, has a fucking microphone, we're good to go, and then John has all the shit, and we're acting like we're not going to help. Of course we are, but we're acting like we're not going to fucking help. You and I I can just show up with our guitars, and we just got to bring the fucking one rat case up, and we're good. John's got that whole fucking Fucking, exactly, exactly, man. Fucking exactly. uh, John's like, hey, uh, if I go to Guitar Center on Sunday, you want to go? Yeah, I want to go. Girl who set up my guitar is cute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know her name. My buddy, uh, my my buddy uh, Vince works there. From the he used to be in the Scarecrow show, or maybe he still is. I don't know. I haven't talked to those guys in a bit. But yeah, I haven't either. I walk into Guitar Center. He's the first person I see. I'm like, what the fuck? Don't you work at Guitar Factory? <laughs> so he's, but he's busy, and I'm like over with the with the girl who's setting up my guitar, and he's, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, Joe, how you been? I'm like, good. 
when did you start working here? He's like, oh, well, you know, I, I used to, I was working at Guitar Factory. I'm like, I fucking know that. I asked you when you started here. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. And then like, you know, once she got done setting up the guitar, I went to him and I'm like, okay, dude, I'm gonna put you to work now. I need you to get me, I need to find this DJ controller. Cause I was, I'm not thinking to look up. I'm just looking at the fucking shelves in front of me. Right. And I'm like, I can't find this fucking DJ controller that I was looking at online. And then finally it like dawns on me because I'm like, I need you to help me find this. He's like, oh, let me get, you know, I'll get the other guy who knows more about this. And, but, uh, you know, he was helping somebody else at the time. So I'm just like, I'm still kind of looking around. I look up. I'm like, oh, there it is. Like, hey, I found it. He's like, okay, as soon as I'm done helping this guy, I'll get you a ladder. I'll get it. So... (laughs) And then he cashes me out, and he's like, hey, do you want to get the pro the pro coverage on this for two? I don't even know what the fuck, you know, I signed up for, but I'm just like, you get commission, right? He says, yeah. I said, yeah, okay, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Why not? <laughs> what a nice move. See, you know, I, I, I should think about that more. Yeah, that is what salespeople are there for, is to upsell a little bit and get some commission on shit. I never even think about that. They're always like, do you want insurance? And I was like, no. I'm not going to fucking break it. If it's somebody, <laughs> this is the thing. If it's somebody I know, if it's a friend of mine, I'll be like, yo, I'll take it. Right. If it's just somebody I've never met before, this is the only time I'm ever going to see them ever, and they're like, do you want to get the coverage? Like, nah. Yeah. Because I'm never going to, like, I don't break shit usually. Yeah, I, I don't either. This is a good rule of thumb, though. <laughs> right, uh, knock on all of the freaking wood. That's a good rule of thumb, though, because, like, obviously, yeah, I want to freaking help people out. I, it just never clicks into me, and, like, I don't know. The yeah. one time I did buy a warranty was on my Xbox 360, and I fucking got the Red Ring of Death within... I had three weeks left on the warranty, and they gave me a new one. So that was fucking... Nice. That was worth it, but that was like a gamble. I kind of knew it was going to happen. Every, Every, everything else, I've never, I never break anything. Every uh, time I, I Red Ringed on my 360, I had to send it to fucking Texas, wait for them to fix it, send it back. I think the second time it happened, they just sent me a new one. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm getting like games that I pre-ordered, and I'm like... Okay, I guess, you know, the box art's nice. (laughs) (laughs) I I can wait another two weeks to play Guitar Hero Aerosmith. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, um, yeah, I I typically don't buy the extended warranty on anything, but, like, if I'm at Guitar Center and it's somebody I know working, I'll just be like, yeah, give it to me. Yeah. I did that for uh, Ryan from Yellow Sauce the one time, because we fucking, we go there, Brian and I, I had just gotten my uh, HX stomp, and I was trying to just get a small... Spe- like, I was broke at the time, so I just wanted to get, like, a small speaker I could plug into and just hear myself play. So we went, and we're just looking at, like, little PA speakers. And, you know, self-powered PA speakers. And Brian's like, oh, man, you should have brought, brought the stomp, and we could have just plugged it in and tested it out. Like, fuck, I didn't think about it. So we're like, you know, Ryan was working there at the time. So we're like, Ryan, can you find the, uh, can you find us an HX stomp to plug into this thing? He's like, yeah, there's one in stock. I'll find it. So he's looking all over the fucking store in the back where the fucking pedals are. He's looking everywhere. And he goes, uh, apparently the chat is protesting that you have not watched Home Alone 5. (laughs) I don't buy it. Anyway. Uh, so one person is not a protest. It's a dissenter. And so he, yeah. <laughs> so he goes around looking for fucking, uh, looking for this HX stop. It turns out it's right where he fucking was when we asked him, it was right under the counter. Nah. So finally he's just like, 
you know, you know, he he. We go over. We're looking at this PA speaker. He's like, "No, you want an amp." I'm like, "No, dude, I don't want an amp." He's like, "No, you want an amp. You're trying to plug in your guitar, right?" Like, "Yeah, your electric guitar, right?" Like, "Yeah." He's like, "You want an amp?" I'm like, "No, dude, I have an HX Stomp. That's my amp. Mm. I just need a speaker, a right. powered speaker." And he goes, "Oh man, you know, uh, like, no, you you want an amp? Like, no, Ryan, I want a speaker." <laughs> And finally, like, you know, we go to cash out. And he's like, do you want to get the warranty? I'm like, do you get a commission? And he's, like, hesitant to say that he gets a commission. (laughs) I'm like, dude, if you get a commission, I will buy the fucking warranty. If not, I'm not buying the fucking warranty. Do you get a commission on this? Yeah. Okay, give me the fucking warranty. Well, there you go. So, you know. Good guy, Joe. So, uh, so, I love it. So after Laura said the, the chat is demanding you watch Home Alone 5, that's not true. The chat is drawing cat girls. Nothing uh, to do with and that also, abomination of a movie. Uh, Tim says every time he's forgotten to buy an extended warranty, he has regretted it. Oh, man. So Well, then maybe I should keep knocking on wood. Perhaps I have had a... Uh, just been lucky? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an outlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like for for my for my friends, if you get a commission on something that I'm, you know, that you're offering me to buy in addition to what I'm already buying, and it, it's gonna help you out, fucking tell me, I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Sh- I, you know, we'll come back when we come back. I will I will tell you about me taking care of another friend of mine uh, over over something much more expensive than an extended warranty. So <laughs> I was telling that. you this story yesterday. We'll, we'll, we'll talk at, about it on the air. Look at that teaser. Yeah. My goodness. A nice teaser. Uh, Stick with, around. With, with uh, you know, 23 more seconds before the song breaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Invictra, let me get this info here for you. Uh, Invictra is playing Saturday with Weapon X at 1065 Grant Street, which is the address of the Showplace Theater. Now, here's what's interesting. Nowhere on the event page, the flyer, or anything does it say Showplace Theater. It Mm. just says 1065 Grant Street. Shit. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, 1065 Grant Street, Weapon X with Invictra. That's at 630. It's $20. And this is Invictra, and this song is called Simmons Hollow on all WNY Think So Joe Show. We'll be back in like seven and a half minutes after this song. (laughs) Just inclination felt no more Desire to stay, arrives at last 
Invictra, 
I was taking a sip of my Pepsi when the song ended. Dude, that was such an it was such an abrupt end to a long fade out. Like we each thought we had like another five, six seconds. <laughs> I shouldn't have thought I had another five, six seconds because I had the timer on the on the mixer here, but anyway. so it was just an, an elaborate ruse to get me to be seen putting my headphones on. Saturday at uh, 1065 Grant Street with Weapon X. You can catch that band in Victor. That's my boy Joe Lamoureux is uh, the guitar player for that band. Mm, fuck hell yeah. Used to be in a band called Nuclear Winter. Uh, so we're going to catch up on some chat comments here real quick before I get into the story I promised to tell seven and a half minutes ago. <laughs> uh, i got to find the fucking app here. There it is. Okay. So... Um, Apparently, I, I did not know this. This is uh, Epic Games is buying Bandcamp. Yeah, I just got a notification from that today. Uh, that's that's pretty interesting. They said nothing is going to change. I've heard that about ten thousand times, so we'll see. But as of right now, yeah, I mean, good for them. I guess it's more resources and it's good partnership. So we'll see what happens. Kirsten says Invictra is a party. She caught them not long ago for the Open Door mission in Rochester, and they were such a fun act. Mm. So there you go. A ringing endorsement for them. Fuck yeah. For you to go there. out on, uh, what I say, Saturday at, uh, at the old Show Place Theater there with Weapon X. Mm-hmm. Doors at 6.30. So, uh, so we were talking about, you know, if I have the means to do so, I'll help people out. So uh, a buddy of mine, months ago, was like talking to me and my cousin, right? And he's like, man, you know, my goal is before I die, I want to go see Metallica with the two of you guys again. Mm. I went to my first Metallica show with this dude back in 1997. 25 fucking years ago this month. (laughs) Feeling old? Oh, man. The the 25th of this month will be 25 fucking years since I went to my first concert, which was Metallica, uh, with Corrosion of Conformity at the uh, Marine Midland Arena. That's a quarter century of, of hard thrash rock. And I have now seen Metallica seven times, including this past Friday. So, um, so like, uh, so he was telling us, you know, oh, man, I, you know, I really, before I die, we, we have to see Metallica together again. And then when I got the ticket to go to Vegas, I sent him the screenshot of like, oh, you, you, you've accepted the ticket to go see Metallica in Vegas. And he's like, he's like, dude, next time they come anywhere near here, we're going. Like, you know, even if I got to drive a little bit, we're going. Well, the day before the Metallica show in Vegas, Metallica announces two shows. And only two shows. One in Buffalo and one in Pittsburgh. Like, how the fuck are we that special? We got, like, one of these two Metallica shows. Sometimes a ray of light shines on the soul-crushing Northeast. So I'm just like, all right, well, I'm definitely going to Buffalo. And I send I send my buddy a fucking message like, hey, look, they're coming to Buffalo. We're going. He goes, yeah, oh, dude, you know, get me two tickets. My my, my other buddy wants to go too, so get me two tickets. Mm-hmm. And I got 500 bucks in cash right now. Just, you know, so, you know, spend up to 250 bucks on the tickets just, uh, and I'll pay you right back. Perfect, no problem. Because I still got shirts for him from when I saw him in San Francisco in December. So um, so we, we still got to hang out at some point. Um, but I didn't want to hang out before I went to Vegas mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But sure. Um, so I'm just like, you know, I'm like, cool, man. No problem. So I'm like fully anticipating spending like over a grand. Because I'm going to Buffalo and Pittsburgh. 
I'm going to get him. Like, like he asked me to get him a ticket and his buddy a ticket. And I'm like, well, I got to get my cousin a ticket too then. So I reach out to my cousin. I'm like, hey, Metallica's coming. Look, I'm already, you know, I have a limit of four tickets. I'm already getting Greg and his buddy a ticket. So do you want me to grab one for you? He goes, yeah, yeah, please. So I'm already planning on spending these tickets. So uh, the reason my buddy had 500 bucks in hand was he just got his tax return. But he's like, man, I really need to get a car, but fucking Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Like, like priorities. I'm going to Metallica. Right. And, and the he eternal messaged, dilemma. <laughs> so he messaged me over the weekend and he says, man, you know, I, I really have to get a car. I, I, I can't go without a car. I need a car. I can't. So I can't go to Metallica. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, man, you know, tough. I'm like, dude, I've made that same decision in the past. Why I didn't see him on the Death Magnetic tour, right? It's because I got, you know, my grandma called me up. You know, I was broke back then, so I didn't have. I, I had one or the other. It's like you can have my car. You just got to pay the taxes, and insurance. Okay. Or I could have gone to Metallica. Hey, fuck! I'll get the car. <laughs> Who needs to be mobile when you can rock? Uh, so I'm like, all right, I'll get the car. So I got the car, and I didn't go to Metallica, and I didn't see Metallica again until like. You know, six, seven years later. Um, but uh, so I, I know what he's going through. You know what I mean? So I was right. like. Right. It's a, it's a rock and a hard place. And it sucks to make that decision because, like, it's like the difference between, like, necessity and the thing your brain is telling you that you know will be a memory forever. Yeah, it's, it's hard. So Monday, the, you know, they had two on sales for Metallica. The 10 o'clock one for Legacy uh, fan club members, which I am not. And the noon one for fifth fifth members, which mm-hmm. are like the current fam club, which which I am. So I was like, all right, Friday, you know, Monday at noon, I'm spending a shit ton of money. I'm getting as close as I can to the fucking stage, hopefully floor. So I get on, I get my floor, I get four floor seats for Buffalo, one for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I, I shoot my buddy a message as soon as I got the tickets. And I just said, you're going to Metallica. Floor seats, pay me back sometime in the next six months. The show's in six months. You got six months to pay me back. Just pay me before the show. Ticket's yours. Man. What a move, Joe. And, you know, I I think he woke up to that message, and he goes, oh, man, you know, dude, really? Like, yeah, man. He's like, thank you, dude. Like, look, man. You've been talking about this for months, wanting to go see Metallica with me and with me and Steve. Like, there is no like I've been in the situation you're in now, and I'm in a position where I can make this happen. Where I where, you know, there is no way if I have the means to do this to, to do this for you, there is no way in hell I'm letting you pay double to sit in a fucking nosebleed seat on the other end of the stadium when I can get you on the floor for face value. Yeah, hell yeah. And he goes, oh, dude, that's great. You know, where are our seats? And I, you know, me sitting here, I'm talking to him on on Facebook Messenger. My face just fucking lights up because I'm like, dude, you know something? 25 fucking years ago, I asked you that same question. And you remember what you said to me? You said, what the fuck you mean seats? We got general admission. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Oh, general admission. They're doing general admission. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's it's Metallica. <laughs> he goes, oh no, all the shows I've been to, you know, since that one in '97 have been seats. Like, 
No, dude, the the one after in 98, that was seats because we were at fucking Darien Lake and those are all seats up front and we wanted to be as close as we could. Right, and they can't really remove the seats. And I'm like, the last time you saw Metallica when they were here for uh, fucking Hardwired, you had seats in the 300 level because you couldn't get floor, which is why I didn't go was because I couldn't get floor, mm. but floor was general. He's like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, dude, Metallica, <laughs> Metallica's always like, you know, general admission on the floor. So I'm just like, let's fucking, so, so I'm like, yeah, we got floor. I said, listen, man, I'll tell you what, I was about like 10, 20 yards out in Vegas. I don't really care much for the opening fucking band, like Ice Nine Kills. I loved fucking Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. They, they were fucking killer. That band fucking kicks. I, I didn't care for, because it's the same openers in Buffalo and Pittsburgh as it was in Vegas. So like eight months, you know, six months later. But it's like, all right, I didn't really like this band, but dude, let's fucking get there as soon as we fucking can so we can get up front and grab onto the guardrail and not let go, which was the best advice I ever got 25 fucking years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, let's fucking get there, grab onto the guardrail, let's fucking get up front. Let's make sure we do this. I don't give a shit about doing it in Pittsburgh, but with you guys, let's get up fucking front and enjoy this fucking show. So, like, I yeah, I, I made my buddy's day. He was just like, really? Like, yeah. Well, it's just a thing. Yeah, what what a fucking move, man. Like, 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 it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's a wonderful gesture, and it's an awesome thing that it, it puts him in a position where, yeah, man, he gets to go see the band. You get to have the fucking memory, and everybody ends up being okay. And it's not based on you know the money at the moment. That's great, man. Not a lot of people do that. That's a very nice thing. You're you're fucking buying Metallica tickets. You're fronting the money for it. You're getting the uh, 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 commission for motherfuckers working at Guitar Center. Like, you're <laughs> basically Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to say that, it's the Buffalo's <laughs> Buffalo's Mother Teresa. <laughs> Look, man, I'm you know, if I, dude, I I am in a much better position than I had been in you know the entire rest of my life. So, like, if I can help out some friends who are going through shit I've gone through, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. Like, 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 like with my buddy Greg where he's like, I got to buy a car, dude. I have to buy the car. And, and like, he's, I, I know he's got to buy the car. He was telling me he had to buy the car because his car died. So he was driving his mom's car. Then his mom's car died. So now they, the two of them ain't got a fucking car. So, like, yeah, dude, you need to buy this fucking car. Buy the fucking car. Like, you said you have the money in two months to pay me back. Pay me back in two months. Pay me back in six months. I don't give a fuck. Just buy the ticket from me before the show. That's the only thing I ask you. Buy it before the fucking show. There you go, man. This ticket is yours. It is in my account. It is ready to give to you as soon as you fucking pay me back. There you and go. And then, I, you know, I, I, I shot a message to my cousin. I'm like, dude, just, you know, hit me up. I'll tell you how to pay me back. And he's like, okay, yeah. And I shot him a message like, here's my PayPal. Here's how much it costs. As soon as you send me the money, I'll send you the ticket. Don't worry about it if you don't have it right now. Just get get it to me when you get it. Because mm -hmm. I'm in a fucking position to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, went, it, it went on my fucking credit card. I'm still able to pay my rent and bills and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not worried about it. Fucking exactly. And then, if he doesn't pay it, right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what you were going for. You moved the hockey puck out of the way. <laughs> well, I guess you could shoot the hockey puck at him, too. I could, I could. Well, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, though, my buddy Greg, I've shot, shot plenty of hockey pucks at in, in, in our lifetime. Because so. <laughs> he was actually the goalie when we used to play street hockey back oh, in the well, day. Oh, well, there you go. 
I'm pretty sure that's why one of my toes is still fucked up is because I, I took a slap shot to the foot from him. Mm. <laughs> we used to use, uh, like, um, not, not the ones from, like, the Mighty Ducks with the wheels, but we had, like, street hockey pucks. Okay. They yeah. were, like, really fucking solid plastic. Okay. Those things fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had, like, the little, um, yeah, the little orange rubber NHL ones, and I remember they didn't hurt all that much if you just no. tossed it, but if you, like, smacked it, yeah, it felt like shit. No, sometimes we would use, like, the, the, the little fucking orange balls, you know? Oh, yeah, we uh, had those. Yeah, we had those, and, and sometimes we'd use the fucking pucks, because I like the pucks, because it's like, hey, more authentic experience. One time we had this fucking ball that, like, when you hit it, it light up. So oh, we cool. played in the fucking pitch dark with that ball just to, you know, yeah, and the strategy was like, tooth. <laughs> strategy was to pass to your teammate and then, nobody, you know, the goalie don't know where the fucking ball is until they take a slap shot and it's flying at him. You right. just see this big fucking red thing getting bigger. We got to make that one timer. Yeah, you just got to pick them out. Yeah, let's see what's going on in the chat here. So uh, we got John Johnson. We'll start with here. Um on the restream bot here because for whatever reason I can't get Facebook to go on there. Uh, similar situation. He had a job at a restaurant. He asked for WrestleMania off. They denied his day off. So it was quit. It, it was job or watch WrestleMania and he picked WrestleMania over the job and quit the job. I, I mean, haven't, I haven't gone to that extreme. I've watched wrestling on the job. Literally like using the computer internet, the, 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 the work internet to on the work computers to illegally stream a wrestling show that was happening in Buffalo that I couldn't go to because I was working. I've done that, but I've never, like, quit a job for wrestling. That's, I, that's, uh, that's some dedication, man. I like the dedication of quitting to go watch that. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, I've, I've, I've never had a situation where I've walked off a job like that. I do remember this guy back when I worked at Wendy's back in the day, John. He was the, he was the shit. I liked that guy. Kind of fucked me this night, though, because I'm working the grill. He's uh, doing fryer. He's cleaning and shit. And uh, I just remember him getting the phone, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something to the effect of, yeah, what bar? All right, cool. And then he just hung up, and he was like, all right, I'm leaving. And he just fucking quit and never came back. <laughs> and, like, he clearly was just going drinking and just never came back. <laughs> I haven't quit a job over over anything like that, but I've, I've definitely, like, you know, called in sick to go to Warp Tour a couple of times. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I forgot to put in a request, a request for a day off. Like, hey... <coughs> I'm not coming in tomorrow. <laughs> See, I, I haven't faked being sick in years and years and years, but I will say that, like, when I am sick, I generally, even though I'm sick and it's not good, I'm a little excited because I get to play video games all fucking day. <laughs> That's pretty great. I'm Cameron Fry, effectively. When I'm you, sick, I'm not dealing with a deadline. I can just play Elden Ring. It's you, that, that was you when you had COVID. You're just like, yeah, I'm fucking catching up on all these video games. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're texting you every day just like, dude, you okay? He's like, you're like, yeah, I feel like shit, but I'm, I'm doing uh, really well in this video game. <laughs> dude, I mean, I, it was great because, like, I don't know. Your life gets so busy and you can't get sunk into games that take you forever to play. But, like, I fucking sat down when I had COVID, sat down on the air mattress in our yoga room far away from my normal life. And I played Super Mario RPG. I played Grand Theft Auto 3. I played Moonglow Bay on Xbox One. That was fucking fantastic. And then... Uh, I don't know, what the fuck else did I do? I don't know, there was one more. Point being, yes, it was great. It Don't get it, but it was fucking great. Joe remembers the 90s. He is old. I remember the 90s. Am <laughs> <You're> I old? <laughs> 
I remember yeah. when the Nintendo 64 came out. I, I remember <laughs> all of the 90s, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of. I don't have a lot uh, pre 1995. So yeah. Joe shouldn't buy a car; he will crash it. That is true. <laughs> is is that true? I, or is that just a probability thing? Like, uh, what that, are the, the, probably a probability thing, but I've definitely. What are the odds that you crash the vehicle? I, I've definitely crashed a, 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 my share of cars in in my day. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, also, Joe shouldn't go f- swimming with a phone, or shouldn't own a phone, because he goes swimming with those. My phone's waterproof. <laughs> water- well, look at that, see? Technology-solving problems that Joe needs solved. My phones are waterproof now. I can go swimming with the phone. But the, the, the trick to not going swimming with the phone is to not go swimming. And I haven't been swimming in years, so I, there's a pool in my backyard. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. I haven't yeah. been in a pool in about seven years. I am not a fan of the water. My my problem is I keep getting tattoos, so I can't go swimming. Uh. Like like last year, like Brian died, and I went out and got a tattoo to commemorate, you know, Brian. And I'm like, well, guess I'm not swimming this year. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what is uh, Meg Ryan's favorite video game? You've got mail. That is not a video game. That is a notification. <laughs> uh... That is such a difficult question to answer. I don't know. How, it's, it's like asking what your favorite album is. I don't know. I, I have an addiction to video games, so it's like I like the ones that make give me the little, like, dopamine rush where I feel good. I'm a huge fan of, like, Stardew Valley and, like, Harvest, like Harvest Moon 64 and Stardew Valley are probably, like, at the top of that. But, like, I'll play Terraria all fucking day. All day. So probably something in that in that realm. I will play Mortal Kombat 2 all day, every day. Yeah? All right. My absolute favorite game. I, the reason I don't own the Arcade 1-Up, though, is because the previous Mortal Kombat releases for Arcade 1-Up did not have the original Mortal Kombat 3. Hmm. The new one that's coming out, the 30th anniversary one, does. And I'm kind of bummed because that one's in like the Mortal Kombat 1 cabinet, and I really wanted to get the Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet, but I don't. Like, I want to get Mortal Kombat 3. I don't like Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah, I don't know. Go for it. It sucks that the cabinet's not on there. But, but you know, it seems like it's time for you to use this and go collect on that debt so you can buy that thing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I I already got uh, plans for that money when it comes in. So, (laughs) anyway, um, Kirsten's sick days are for catching up on her freelance backlog. See... Kristen's more fucking productive than either of us. If I have any free time, I fill it with video games. Tim had an Atari. Hell yeah. I have an Atari and I believe an Intellivision in my attic that my uncle gave me. I remember going over there and playing Pitfall and being like, this is like Mario, but worse, because I was seven and I couldn't comprehend that it came before. Atari's fucking great. I don't think I had an Atari, but I definitely, my first video game experience was playing Pac-Man on an Atari. Oh my god, why did you play any more games after that? Pac-Man on Atari is one of the worst. (laughs) They can can only have three characters on screen at once, so it had that flashing thing where the ghosts would alternate. There would be two over here and two over here. It was like seizure inducing. And I, I don't little, say that man. lightly. Like it was very it was very bad. <laughs> I was like real little though, so like I barely remember it, but I definitely have played Atari uh, Pac-Man with the little fucking joystick with a little button on the top. You know, but I fucking uh, you know, but my first console was the NES. Okay. And Super Mario Brothers was like the first video game I owned. So there there you go. There's where the obsession comes from. See, that's a great one to fucking start with. Like yeah. did, so did you have any games that you played when you were a kid? that 
later on in life, you're like, this game fucking sucked, but I played it because I had it. Not really. Really? Yeah. Okay. Man, you got lucky, dude. Like, I, I, I think if I had games that sucked, I just didn't play them. So. <laughs> well, I mean, all right, fair point, because, like, like I had Sega Genesis, and, so like, it came with, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Like, that was the first one I owned. My dad had an NES. But, like, I would always go back to Sonic 2 because that's a very good game. But, like, I did have Jurassic Park for Sega Genesis, and I played the shit out of that. And I've tried to play it recently, and it is terrible. It so, is unplayable. So it was just as good as the movie. All right, fuck off. <laughs> We're not going to get back into this shit, Joe. Your disdain for how nostalgia affects people will always be baffling to me. I, I appreciate I your insight I don't on have, it, but... Look, I don't have a disdain for, for nost- how nostalgia affects people. If you saw Jurassic Park when you were a kid you th- and you still like the movie because you still have that nostalgia, I saw the movie when I was 30-something. Mm-hmm. I it didn't appeal. It didn't appeal to thirty-something-year-old me. If I had seen the movie if when you, I was twelve, if you had had your ass in gear and had gone to the movies like everybody else was doing, <laughs> instead, I don't know what you did. You stayed home and you played Mario Brothers. There's time for both, man. You would have had the same experience, but now it just distances you from the remainder of humanity. I, I, I think I just think it's funny. I just have this reputation of oh, that's the guy that hates Jurassic Park. I don't like. If you like the movie, cool. I, I didn't mean, like it. I, mean, I saw you saw it when you were a kid. You liked it. You still like it now because you have those memories. I saw it when I was 30, 37, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know. I, so it's not. I'm not saying you can't enjoy the movie. I'm not shitting on you for enjoying the movie. I understand, and I'm not saying like nostalgia you, is a bad thing. I'm but saying I want you. I want to say Jurassic Park, and I want to know that you feel what I feel. <laughs> I want this to be a bonding experience, and it's frustrating to me that it isn't, Joe. That is what this is. <laughs> okay, I can get that. <laughs> Speaking of bonding experiences, you can have a bonding experience if you go out and bond with the crowd at the Revolution Gallery on uh, Friday night. King of the Segways. That's at 1419 <laughs> Hurdle, uh, where you can catch Karina, not Corina, Karina, and the Six String Preacher. Uh, they're performing at Revolution Gallery Friday night, 8 p.m., $10 and 21 and up to get into that show. Uh, this is Karina and the Six String Preacher, and the song is called Stone Walls on All WNY Think So Joe Show.
Six string preacher on all WNY think so Joe show. That was fucking great. Uh, that sounds like something you'd bump into, uh, like if you're like a private investigator heading into like a CD lounge or something. <laughs> For I, sure. I, I I fucking love it. And if you go see the show, I've I've seen her before, and she's up there. She's got the you know the sure, you know Super Fifty Five mic. You know uh-huh. those really old timey looking mics like yeah. like 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 uh, our singer has, and um, you know. She's wearing these nice, you know, these nice dresses, like, you know, gowns, kind of, like... So it looks like you're walking into a seedy fucking bar as a private detective. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. So was, it, it, enchanting, uh, I would say. I, I was it. telling you that when it was 
when I was dating Karina, we knew other couples named Joe and Karina throughout the, the local music scene. There's Joe from Tokyo Monsters. His wife's name's Karina. Uh, there's a, a couple that plays music together. They're, they're married, Joe and, uh, Joe and Karina. Fuck, I want to say their last name's Weber. I might be wrong. Um, and, and, like, we knew, you know, Joe from Tokyo Monsters and, and his wife. Um, so I reached out to, to, you know, the other Joe and Karina. You know, I reached out to Karina because I'm friends with them on Facebook. And I'm like, I'm like, I have a funny story for you. You know, I told her, I told her that, you know, like, I'm dating Karina and my friend Joe is dating Karina and you're Karina and married to a guy named Joe. And she goes, oh, you know, we should, uh, you know, we got to get uh, Karina from Karina and the Six String Preacher <laughs> with a guy named Joe. Yeah, I guess so. Just, complete just the, completed the quad or the 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 octuplet or whatever you would call that. The, the yeah. quintuplet, wouldn't it? The, the, the quad. Five now? No, that's that's. You're right. Uh, quad, quad. Yeah. So what what the fuck talking, would four? You're talking about the, yeah, the four couples would be quad. The eight people would be oct. Whatever. Eight. I don't know. You know what? Don't ask me about numbers. That's why I fucking went to you know art school. Holy fucking shit! Look who just showed up in our chat. This is my boy, El Generico, is in the chat. Adam, what's going on? Good to see you, buddy. Hey, hey. <laughs> we got to get out to Syracuse, man. We got to get out that way. He was going to come see us at uh, fucking Green Jello mm. in Rochester, but everything got shut down. So mm. I don't know if anybody ever got their money back on that show. We still have like our tickets in our fucking merch, <laughs> merch oh, box. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, just hanging on to those ill-gotten gains. We we sold like one ticket. So you're hanging to somebody who is currently dollars. watching the show, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, uh, did you, you know, we'll just send you your money back because we don't think that show's happening. She's like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, okay, <laughs> whatever if you say so. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was Kirsten. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I love uh, that. I, I I love the idea of like the punk band that gets asked to do pre-sale, and like of course they sell like one to five tickets. Like of course. So like, not only pre, not only to sell pre-sale, but to sell pre-sale for a fucking city we don't live in. Right, right, right. Like, just, I, I I think with you in the band, we'd probably do better in Rochester. But like, who fucking knows, man? I could probably I could probably move ten of them, but I I don't know. But I mean, just, but then again, funny. then again, Brian used to live there for a little bit too. So like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just so funny, man. That happened to us last time we played Good Bar. The manager, not this most recent week, but like back in August, like the manager came in. She's like, so I just wanted to let you know, you didn't sell any pre-sale. And I was like, yeah, I figured. Like, I, fu <laughs> I fucking figured you're asking a bunch of punks to use their phone to purchase something for like a later date. Yeah, well, right. They're, they're going to, they're going to show up. At the show, if they're gonna show up, yeah, it ended up being fine. But like, it is just so funny to me. Be like, yeah, what would you sell? One. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, as a promoter, we never fucking like we would we would try and do pre-sale. We even had like, uh, you know, we had like uh, our own like site for pre-sale through all WNY, right? So it was like, yeah, let's just, uh, you know, uh, let, let's just. Uh, Put this out there, you know. Let, let, let's put up pre-sale tickets, and we never fucking sold pre-sale. We do like one or two at most. Yeah, it's hard to do, man. Like most people, especially if the change in price is only like a buck or two, people are gonna probably keep their night open and then decide when they get there. So I, I get it. Adam, if you're looking for a good night to come up to Buffalo to hang out, March eighteenth. 
March 18th. Friday, March 18th. Come to come to Mr. Goodbar. Living Brain Dead upstairs at Mr. <laughs> Living Goodbar. Brain Dead with Knutin and Idiots of Idealism. That's gonna be a killer show it's that gonna night too. Rock man. and roll your fucking face yeah. up. It's gonna be fan fucking fantastic. Yeah. So that's the night. Yeah, that's my buddy, man. We used to do. Uh, he used to be on Board Wrestling Fan with me when we did the, uh, the wrestling right podcast and. Right uh, you know, we went to we went to a WWE show together. We we uh, fucking went to we we were gonna go to fucking Elio DePaulo's out here, which is uh, if you don't know about Elio DePaulo's, Elio DePaulo's uh, was formed by the former professional wrestler Elio DePaulo, who's who's you know the late professional wrestler, um, and it's still run by his son to this day. So if you go in there, there's like napkin holders that look like wrestling rings and shit. They got pictures of fucking wrestlers on the table. It's fuck. It's a it's a cool place for wrestling fans. So like you know, it was we were gonna go there, but you know they weren't open yet. It was a Sunday. Ah uh, yeah. Okay. So it was like oh man, they they don't open till like one o'clock or whatever the fuck. So we ended up going to like Applebee's or some shit. But yeah. Oh, dude, what a downgrade. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We went I mean, from Ilio de Paulo's to microwaved macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like, Jesus. You know, that Ilio DiPaolo, uh, so when I worked short order on campus, uh, yeah. we used to get the Ilio DiPaolo Italian dressing. That shit is delicious. It is so freaking good. We would, like, marinate our grilled chicken in it, and we would, you know, use it as, like, salad dressing and sub oil. Just phenomenal. Like, top tier. And it's funny because everything else there is also great, but that is what stands out to me is the Italian dressing. I love this comment here because uh, you got Laura, who absolutely knows... <laughs> who he is asking who is El Generico <laughs> Laura just wants to ask questions and I for sure because I yeah asking questions is good Adam was thinking about board wrestling fan last night good times definitely yeah I was you know every now and then every now and then I was like man why'd we cancel that show like oh yeah because nobody was listening and we wanted our Sundays back <laughs> <laughs> right we gotta go watch your football team lose <laughs> Well, mine. not not mine. <laughs> mine has made the Super Bowl a couple of times in the last few years. So. <laughs> <laughs> they ever win that? Huh? They ever win that in the last couple of years? Not in the last couple of years, <laughs> but they have won one since the last time your team went. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting a happy Wednesday. Happy fucking Wednesday from Cool Kids Rock. <laughs> Let's fucking go. We're halfway through this week. Halfway through this piece of shit week. For Moving sure. Right Actually, it's been an okay week. I'm just, I've been feeling it has been negative a, lately. Uh, it has been a pretty okay week. I've felt like crap. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, taken COVID tests. Like, nope, negative. Nope, negative. Nope, negative. Like, gotta, all right. I gotta be honest. When we were driving in the car yesterday, when you were telling me that story, I knew that the end was going to be, and I don't have it, but. Um, jo- Joe was telling me a story about how he had recently been exposed to large groups of people, you know, so I, I knew where it was going. I knew it was going to be, I was worried I had COVID, but like all the symptoms kept stacking up and I'm sitting two feet from you in the driver's seat in an enclosed vehicle. And I, I, even <laughs> against my will, subconsciously, I am becoming more like, ah, shit, I'm going to get COVID now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously the ending was, and it turned up negative. So like, it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry you ain't feeling too great. I uh, absolutely, I feel better now, but like yesterday, like I definitely took a COVID test before you came to get me. I'm just like, because <laughs> if it came up positive, I'm not going to go. I'm going to be like, yo, dude, right, you, stay away from me for you, like a week. You would do the, the, the right fucking thing. 
which is again, this is why it's going to be our first show with you guys. I've reiterated this point on here, but like I was supposed to play with you guys in in November, and I let you all down because I got COVID, and it was so hard to tell you, but like. You can't show up and give it to other people, uh-huh. you know? Like, I had to fucking tell you. No, and that's just it. Like, it's so hard to be responsible, but it's like, no, I have to be fucking responsible. So, like, right. I I right. had been right. I've been feeling, like, you know, just... And, and I think it's just, like, allergies. You know what I mean? I think it's just, like, the change in the season and shit. Like, I think it's just been, like, I feel like crap because of the weather. But, like... Right, exactly. But, like, last... Uh, Last Monday, I took a COVID test because I was going to fucking Dropkick Murphy's the next day, and I'm like, all right, let me fucking, uh, you know, all right, I I don't feel great. Let me take a fucking COVID test because I don't want to get anybody that's going with me sick or anybody that's going to the show sick. So let me take a test. Came up negative, so I'm like, all right, going to the show. Uh, Thursday night, and this was the hardest one, man, because it's like, I'm going to fucking Vegas tomorrow, and I feel like shit. Yeah. let me take a fucking COVID test. And if it's negative, I'm going. If it's positive, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let me take a fucking, uh, you know, let me take the test. And I took the test and it was negative. So I guess I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. And then, you know, as I said, I didn't wear a fucking mask at the Metallica show. So I'm like, and I'm still kind of feeling like crap as the week goes along. And every single little thing is like, fuck, is that a symptom? I, I literally, like, like me saying I, I was sniffing the hockey puck earlier, like, yeah, that smells like hockey puck. That was literally what was happening. <laughs> I was literally doing that because I'm like, I, can I smell this? Okay, I can smell this. That's probably a good sign. It smells like a hockey puck. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I finally, you know, I finally, you know, I, I took the tests before you guys, before you, you know, I took the test yesterday morning. Like, all right. Here we go. Like, oh, nope. Okay, negative. Good to go. Yeah. Going to band practice. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, it's, it's, all right. So first off, hold on a second. My mic just went nuts in my ears. I know I've been moving it around. Am I coming through? Can you guys hear me? I like, can hear you. You can hear me? Yeah. Good. Okay, okay, okay. So like, yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I know what you're saying where you start freaking out because like I, so I had it. I had it and the first thing I noticed was like, I got like just the sniffles and I was like, I got the fucking sniffles. It doesn't matter. I went to band practice. We went and got beers at a brewery. I went home. And then the next fucking night. No, you know what? She's, uh, you're, I'm being told you sound distant. Like Joe's mic is picking you up. And what's going on is my mic is picking you up. Oh, so okay. I, you're, you're not, uh, yeah, you're not coming through at all on your mic. I don't know what's going on. Well, let me check it out. Hang on. Uh, say maybe uh, restart it, see what happens, and we're going to find out, we're going to figure this one out. We'll look at some uh, chat in the meantime here. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's try that again. Oh, that is much, much there you better. Go. Yeah, right? okay, yeah, that's, that's you're definitely on now. Okay. All right. Hang tight a second. Let me get this on there. Uh, okay. That is much better. Okay. Wait, we, is that still good? Can you still hear me? You're good. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the I, okay. I got the levels here. So okay, awesome. All right. Um, so uh, we took the government up on their offer for those free tests. So if we feel some type of way, we're prepared, which is exactly what I did. Yeah, exactly. I had gotten, I'd gotten you exactly. I got mine like a week and a half ago. I've used three of them already. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Out but, of the four, so I haven't had to use them all that much. But it's like it's like I was saying like before before Kirsten. Thank you so much for I, I thought something was askew with the way my mic was coming. Thank you for letting me know. Like yeah, fucking, I I 
I had the sniffles when I got COVID and I, I, I was like, cool, I'm fine. You know, I have allergies. I have the Rochester nasally voice. I'm pretty sure I have like long-term, like, uh, like, 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 like overloaded sinuses and shit that I need to deal with. So I just went to band practice. Then I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, fuck, I cannot taste anything. And it turned out I had COVID. So now I am overly skittish about it where the second that I start having like, what, what's that called when you uh, sputum, I believe when you like, <laughs> when you cough up like a little bit of phlegm or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, great. I have fucking COVID. And usually it isn't, but like, if it is, I certainly don't want to give it to anybody else because like, you know, I, I, most motherfuckers don't die from it, but some motherfuckers die. I don't want to give that to anybody, you know, and it sucks. Like I've had brain fog since I had it. I'm just now coming yeah. out of it. Like, I've been seeing my fucking doctor about shit because you, I can't think straight. You had an appointment straight. today. Yeah, because like, I can't think straight after I fucking had it. So it's I, like, I certainly don't want to give it to anybody else. I'm like, just, like, it's, it, I, when you got it, I was kind of like paranoid about it because I was in the closed car with you. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, so, man. So I'm just like, I'm just kind of like, what, you know, like, waiting on the results of like, I actually went to Rite Aid to get like the actual test waiting on the results of that. And I'm, and every single little thing is like, is that a symptom? Do I have COVID? Uh, uh, should I not go to my own birthday party? Which realistically I should have just canceled the fucking thing, but what are you going to do? And it cost me a shit ton of money to see, uh, to see uh, a couple of local bands. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I had brain fog before I got COVID. <laughs> well, let me tell you, so did I slancha. Let's fucking go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've had brain fog for the past 41 years. <laughs> I mean, it's not all that uncommon. I think the vast majority of the punk rock scene, especially in the city of Buffalo, is experiencing some level of brain fog. But <laughs> I, I, I get easily distracted, so it's not brain fog. Like, I know what I'm talking about until, like, something takes my mind off of whatever I'm talking about. Right, you're a puppy. Right. Squirrel. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's just it. Like, man, I got to get this work done, but... Uh, I should, re I should uh, resize these designs on these shirts first. Yeah. So that's <laughs> like fucking ADHD. You start a million things and you never finish it. Pretty much. Fucking yeah. talking to my doctor about that today. And she was like, no, you don't have that. You're just... Yeah. She was like, you're just an idiot, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm always like... I'm always like, well, I want to work on this. I don't want to fucking actually go and do the shit I'm supposed to be getting paid to do. But I need to do this stuff. I should pay taxes, but after I become a 90s night DJ. <laughs> uh, All right, that's the best comment I've ever seen come through on this fucking that, thing. That's amazing. That wins the internet. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know what we were talking about. That comment took me off. That's fucking hilarious. That's how it is. I need to do this. I should do that. Then it remains. It remains undone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's and that's yeah. It's a super fucking real thing. Like, there's a huge portion of people that have like adult onset ADHD and ADD that has not been diagnosed. And at the same time, the way our workflow is, where now it can happen anywhere, and it comes in through like a notification, and it it's quick to start but long to finish. Fucking everybody is having that same, like, like, I'm not saying everyone has ADHD. I'm just saying it's the way our workflow is, is going to screw people up that have ADD and ADHD more. It's a, I don't know. We live in a, a, a screwed up 
world. Anyways, I gotta stop talking. Say something interesting, Joe. I'm gonna drink more <laughs> beer. I was just looking at. I was just looking at some artwork that was just uh, sent my way. So, <laughs> nah, it's looking good. It's looking good. The artwork I just got sent to. So, <laughs> sent. So hell yeah. Well, it looks pretty awesome. Like, the reason I'm fucking rambling about this shit is like I don't know. Maybe I should just fucking say this. Oh, what do we got? My we, phone autocorrects literally we, we, hates me. We have to forgive uh, some autocorrects. So that's fair. Yeah. That is fair. I am happy to forgive autocorrects. Autocorrect fucking... Autocorrect ducking sucks. <laughs> um, I, I generally only pass judgment on misspelled words when someone is attempting to spew... I, I shouldn't say hatred, but they're attempting to put forth uh, an opinion at the expense of somebody else, basically. And, like, that... I think invites a critical reading of somebody's grammar. Otherwise, if you're just talking, I'm going to know what you mean. I can draw the favorable inference. It makes sense. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I hate bad grammar when it's in a script. <laughs> I'm supposed to be fucking reading. So that's the fucking thing. Right, right of course, like in a professional setting, don't send, but send somebody something that is impossible to interpret. Ooh. Dude, that is badass. Yeah, that looks awesome. <laughs> we ain't showing nobody else. That's fucking Not great. yet, not yet. In, in <laughs> They'll the, see it when this, it's done. In this visual and auditory medium, we're just going to go, wow, that's awesome, and then you ain't going to know shit. Well, <laughs> you, you, you'll, you'll see it soon, hopefully. <laughs> we're, we're, waiting on, uh, we're waiting on not only the, the finished art, but also the finished uh, audio to, that goes along with the art. So, <laughs> you know. She's so, like, I like Kirsten's comment here, like, it, that 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 right there is fucking. I, I I agree with that so hard. Like, my favorite thing to do is correct the grammar of someone being uppity. Like, absolutely. Because if you're in a situation where you are trying to control the situation to someone else's detriment, you're trying to be rude. You're trying to put somebody else down. Correct their fucking grammar and point out that like 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 this person is trying to make an authoritative statement about the way something should be, and they we quite clearly should not listen to that opinion because they can't even spell the thing they're selling correctly. However, if somebody, on the flip side, like, I also separate that from, like, yeah, as I'm sure you do, if somebody is just talking and they spell something wrong, I'm going to be like, yeah, fine. I mean, if I can spell it wrong, I don't care. I just don't like people trying to tell anybody else what to fucking do. So, like, the grammar correction is an easy tool in the bag. The response in the in the the chat that I'm in where I got the graphic was Coolio. And anytime anybody responds to me with Coolio in a message, I have to respond with with a gif of Coolio. Right, right, right. Of course. <laughs> I'm literally like going to, gonna go to record store day because fa- fucking it takes a thief is coming out on vinyl, and I'm like I have to have it. I had it when I was a kid on CD. Now I need it on vinyl. Gotta have it. <laughs> fucking Coolio. There we <laughs> fucking go, man. Coolio's in my fucking 90s playlist. I got I got this whole, like, seven-hour fucking 90s playlist. It's just I just need to cull it down because there's, like, a bunch of duplicates in it, so I need to get rid of those and then just kind of, like, you know, add some extra shit that I couldn't get through the streaming service I wanted or, or that, that I have to use to do this. Like, because certain artists have exclusivity deals with, uh, you know, certain streaming platforms. So, like, you know the biggest fucking country artist of the 90s is not on this streaming service that I can use to fucking DJ with. So luckily, luckily I have a box set with all of, all of this individual's uh, CDs and vinyl from the 90s. So I can just rip the fucking CDs and be like, yeah, I got these songs. I'm good. You better ask the venue if they have the license because I would. I could. Oh, that's for, the weird. Well, I, I so, could. I could foresee Garth uh, excusing himself from, from that BMI particular ASCAP, license. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. We can see. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I like a... I don't know, Kirsten, you're hitting all the notes that I'm a fan of right now. Like, I'm just really, just fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> I wonder if this whole, whole thing will fit on the screen. Nope. <laughs> Let me tell you why people need to speak proper. Let me tell you about the evolution of language and your inability to adapt shows an incredible amount of cultural ignorance. It, dude, fucking, dude, exactly. Like, like my whole thing with communication and, like, like, and I have a degree in communication. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, this is probably more important. Yes. Share and subscribe. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Follow us like, on follow us on Twitch if you're if you're on Twitch watching. <laughs> follow on Twitch. Uh, follow. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow, <laughs> like us on Facebook. Whatever the whatever platform you're on, like do the Living Brain Dead. Yes, do that too. We got a, we got these new. Uh, finally, got the the old school logo on a shirt. This one's fucking huge, man. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking logo is just big. Follow at uh, Shambles the band. Yes, yes, <laughs> But yes. no, like, Kirsten, like, I, I, fucking exactly, like, I have a degree in communication, and I understand that that degree, people Get those lower thirds up there, there, follow those. Uh, <laughs> people are generally like, this degree is not worth anything, but it's like, I don't know, I don't really remember any of my formal teaching from it, but I remember it taught me how to figure out what the fuck people were trying to say and how to cater my message to people so they understand it, and also, like... There's no point in dissecting somebody's grammar if you understand what they say. They said, and all you're trying to do is just form a fucking relationship. Like, it's this, like, snooty, pretentious way to stick your ego in front of mutual understanding. It's fucking dumb. So, like, I am so on board with that comment. It's the fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. I'm feeling it. Nah, that's, that's cool, man. That works. That was five minutes I didn't have to talk. <laughs> oh, five minutes. All right. That was a minute and ten. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> go, go off, Ryan. All right, well, now let me tell no. For $300, you can have an exclusive Ningwood Records box set. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Spend that 300 bucks. Yeah, man. That's the most I have ever heard Ryan say it once. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I am quite talkative, but I am. He is. I, I do not want to uh, just run off and ramble about the stupid inane shit that runs through my head. I'm trying to be <laughs> Dude, that's su a... supportive of, of the show and not make it the Ryan thing. Dude, that <laughs> is the best part about riding to band practice with you is just like... like bringing something up and just letting you go off for like 10 minutes. Well, that that could be it too. It's like, it, it, again, like th this is your show, man. So I'm not trying to show up here and be like, yo, everybody listen <laughs> to the stupid shit that I think about fucking everything. But like, I, I also think there's an element of like, we have band practice Tuesday nights and I just burn through everything I'm thinking about. And I'm like, I'm good to go. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I, I, I have very strong opinions about very stupid things and we'll talk at length about them. I intend to show people that more instead of just saying it. But at the same time, you know, who wants to hear me talk about McRibs when we have local <laughs> music to discuss? <laughs> we have definitely had a conversation about McRibs on this show. At, at least yeah. we've had a conversation about McRibs. I don't know if we did it I, on the show. We Well, we definitely did. And I was, you know, I got to say, I was paring back a little bit because I remember you being like, yeah, it's not all that special. And I was like, but that's the fucking point. It's just like nostalgia. What's fucking special about the McRib <laughs> is it rarely fucking happens. And if you are interested in the ironic meme consumerism that we all engage in as a part of this fucking country, so this is 
why Dan McRib. This is why you think I, I, I have a, a disdain for nostalgia. I don't think people like the McRib because of its nostalgia. I think people like the McRib because McDonald's is like, ooh, this is only available right now for the next like three months, and then it's not going to be available again for another two months. No, that's not human nature. It's not a stampeding horde of drooling idiots that are like, it's only going to be there. It's just like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if we got the fucking McRib and then you eat it and there's so much salt in it that you're like, I kind of want to eat that again. But it's like, (laughs) but it isn't that base level of dumb that like everybody thinks it is. It's like, no, it's an okay sandwich. I'm all about hearing about the McRib. Every November, I buy like 10 to 15 of them. Fucking, okay. fucking okay. exactly. It's, it's <laughs> one of the greatest fast food sandwiches ever created, uh, and it's all branding. It is fascinating. I don't it's know, man. It's so good. I don't know. It's just, I don't trust <laughs> McDonald's. I mean, why would you, you know? Why would you ever trust them? <laughs> Literally seen, sitting here eating fucking fries in between. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen half of Super Size Me. I know how evil McDonald's No. <laughs> My goodness. I am a fan of the fucking... There's nothing funny about the McRib. I don't know. It bounces. It's kind of funny. (laughs) Not endorsed. (laughs) Nope, not endorsed. No, literally, like, I... The Living Brain Dead bought to you by the McRib. (laughs) There you go. It's not the quality of the McRib. It's the FOMO. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so, you see... That's all. It's it's fucking wonderful branding and marketing to a generation of people that exists in a world of an overload of information that have a fear of missing out on everything. You're gonna miss a lot of shit. That's the way life is. You're never gonna live. You're gonna die having missed some shit. But you can get the McRib for like three bucks, and it'll fill that void as long as the meme is still funny. That's what we're pushing here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking exactly. There we go. There we go. The McRibbon brain dead. Exactly. We're rebranding. It's all McDonald's themed punk rock at this point. This is an executive decision by the newest member of the band that has not done shit. It's all McRibs now. He shows up and does a covers album. He's like, yeah, I'm in charge now. (laughs) Obviously, I am being sarcastic. And Kirsten, who's working on new art for us. (laughs) <laughs> Shit, let me change the colors. Oh my goodness. It's just it's <laughs> got to play music, man. Oh man. Is this one about McRibs? <laughs> it might be, I don't know. Uh this is not a ska band, I can tell you that much anyway. Oh dear god. <laughs> uh, man, fucking hell. Hold on. All right. Yeah, wait, we can't, wait, wait, we can't wait, quite wait, 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 wait. <laughs> McRibbed for her pleasure. That that all right. That's the new greatest comment that has ever come through. <laughs> Opening for Max Sabbath confirmed. And a <laughs> uh, band that's not opening for Max Sabbath is uh, Amateur Hockey Club. Hey! Also, also not a ska band. <laughs> boys in Amateur Hockey Club. Let's fucking go. Amateur Hockey Club. They're performing uh, Saturday to celebrate the release of their new single called What You Wanted at Mr. Good Bar with Nietzsche Band, Smug, uh, and Partners on Shanley. And uh, that's at 8 p.m., $7 at the door, 21 and up. And this is that new single called What You Wanted from Amateur Hockey Club on All WNY Think So Joe Show.
Amateur Hockey Club on all WNY Think So Joe show. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. It's our boys in Amateur Hockey Club, man. We've been hanging out with uh, with uh, some of those dudes. They practice down the hall from us. They actually, uh, I want to thank Abram from Amateur Hockey Club for sending me a text the other day, uh, letting us know that they were getting water in their practice space after we had that snow melt and rain. Um, because then I fucking came and looked and all of our shit was underwater the night that we had a show. But, uh, those dudes are awesome. That band is fucking great. They're awesome guys. Go fucking see them. They're really cool. You guys posted the, the, uh, image of you and it has the flood logo from the, they might be giants album. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. well, there's the next album you guys are covering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck. Dude, our, our space is flooded. Ryan's going to be up there like particle man, mm. particle man. <laughs> dude, our space is flooded three fucking times and we're finally moving to a new one. So I'm, I'm quite excited about cool, that. Cool, man. Um, you could, you know, you, you take that positive energy, you put a little birdhouse in your soul. Uh, not to put too <laughs> fine a point on it, Joe. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, man, Amateur Hockey Club is the fucking shit. Go check them out. They're great. They're, they're fucking great. The chat loves you today, man. Here, What do you mean you don't do shit? You successfully canceled your first set. I don't know if I did that or if I'm a victim of circumstance, but I know I impacted you, so I do apologize. That was him testing the waters. If I can cancel my first show, I can do anything. <laughs> Unlimited power! <laughs> I can feel it flowing through me. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, 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 well, it's over. This is the Think So Ryan show. Sorry, buddy. The <laughs> uh, show's only as strong as its co-host anyway, so. <laughs> Well, we're all going to get fucking drunk then. Hey. <laughs> oh, man.
Yeah. I remember when I used to drink on the air. <laughs> now yeah. I don't drink at all, so. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's I the I drink right... Pepsi, and I'm out of fucking Pepsi. I finished it. Well, I got a little bit on all the you bottle from yesterday. Pepsi, Joe. Just one Pepsi. I couldn't, I was in fucking, uh, I don't know if it was Cleveland or fucking Los, uh, like Dallas or, I, you know what, it was Dallas. I was in Dallas and I'm just like, I was looking for something to drink because like when we left Vegas, everything was still closed in the airport so I couldn't get, they didn't even have like vending machines or nothing so I couldn't get right. a drink. So I'm like, fuck, all right, let me, you know, as soon as we landed in Cleveland, I'm like, I got to find a drink and the first thing I see is a Coke machine. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little store, you know, there's a 7-Eleven inside the fucking uh, Cleveland airport that's, uh, or the Dallas airport that's got only Coke products, no Pepsi. I'm just, like, wandering the entire fucking airport looking for a Pepsi. Like, do do they just have Coke here? Like, I just want a Pepsi. (laughs) Cleveland is the, uh, yeah, they're the largest uh, infrastructure, or sorry, Coca-Cola is the largest infrastructure funder of Cleveland. Right, Right, too much drinking. But Cleveland also only had Coke, so, like, as soon as I got home and I was like, I have Pepsi in the fridge. But that, you know, that's the thing to me that's always struck me as odd, because Rochester is largely a Coca-Cola city, and I came to Buffalo to go to school, and everything is Pepsi around here. Fucking everything. It's all, it's it's like, I remember looking it up on Wikipedia because that's what I do when I'm supposed to be doing work. I surf <laughs> Wikipedia. And it's like the, the Western New York, like far Western New York and like Hamilton Market is like the largest market for Pepsi, like per capita in the United States. It's all Pepsi out here. Well, of course. I, 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 I mean, Laura, your, your best... Uh, well, who doesn't want a so, John Solo show? All right, all right. Here, here. You want a John Solo show? Okay. Here, here's here's a John Solo show. Yeah. You got the volume. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> I'd one hundred percent watch a solo John show. It's an ASMR reading. I yeah. <laughs> I love John, but he is super fucking quiet. Man. <laughs> he, is, he is a quiet dude. He, he uh, he's a uh, yeah. He he he's, he speaks when he needs to, and it's of great uh-huh. importance. Uh-huh. Uh, the opposite of me. I, it's, I, I talk uh, constantly, except for on this show, apparently, and nothing I say has any bearing on fucking anything. I mean, like <laughs> if we stuck you and him outside of a convenience store, it'd just be like watching a Jay and Silent Bob movie, <laughs> smoking weed, smoking <laughs> weed, do it. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking exactly. That's I finally I finally watched the fucking reboot uh, a couple of weeks ago. I still haven't. How was it? It was pretty good. Actually. Really? I, I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. Okay. I was not expecting anything from it. I enjoy. I, I wasn't either, and I think that was you know like, I, I think I think that's it. If I go into a movie with no expectations, I'll actually fucking enjoy it. If I go into a movie with high expectations, I'm just like, what the fuck? Why does everybody like this shit? <laughs> I, I think that's it. Like everybody, you know. People people love Jurassic Park. I went into it like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be great, and then I'm like, that wasn't so great. But like, I went into Jay and Silent Bob, like, oh, you know, that movie sucks. Like, this movie's actually pretty fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't bad. Like, I, I, had the I same, enjoyed it. I had the same experience with Role Models. I was like, oh, great, they're doing another fucking movie, and it's McLovin. Now he's playing a nerd, and like that movie's actually like. There's a couple chuckles. It is not a fucking masterpiece, but, like, it's funny. It's a well, I think fine we were, flick. We were talking about, like, shit movies a couple of weeks ago that, like, we, you know, just camp fucking movies that we've enjoyed. And I, I mentioned, uh, like, Lamageddon, right? I went yeah, into yeah. Lamageddon, like, this is going to be so fucking stupid. And it was, it was so bad it was good. Yes. 
All right, so those movies are the fucking best. Yeah. The other, the other movie I mentioned, I was talking about a movie where uh, the they have a roadie and it's a fucking mo- the dude's a, like he's actually a monster, uh, unbeknownst to them, and that movie is called Uncle Peckerhead. And you can watch right. that, I think, on fucking uh, Voodoo for Back free. That up. That's the greatest title of a movie I have ever heard in my life. It is an insult. That's fantastic. Uncle Peckerhead. I fucking love it. There you go. If you, if you uh, don't expect anything, you'll probably like it out of a Kevin Smith movie. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I, didn't know what, I didn't really know what I was getting into. Because I, I heard, like, oh, it's not that great. Like, that, that was, you know, nobody's... I've never heard anybody, like, gushing about the movie. And I'm not going to gush over it either, but it was, like... You know, it's a good way to turn your brain off for two hours and fucking watch a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, it, it's it's not, like, the greatest work of fucking cinema. It's not Kevin Smith's greatest fucking movie, but it's still, like, it's a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I'm totally on board with that. Yeah. You know, I think it took me a really long time to get to a point where I was okay with that. Like, I was willing to accept that, like, this thing might not be the greatest thing I've ever seen, but, like, it's good, and it's still worth something, because, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I mean, everybody who's into punk rock goes through that phase where they're like, I like this, and I don't like this, and this is great. And, like, you basically end up building this structure of things that you need everything to compete against, and eventually the structure falls, and you either become bitter or you're just like, no, you know what, like, the world is actually okay. I'm glad I landed on that side of it because, yeah. like, there's tons of shit that I spend my time on that does not blow me away, but it is absolutely worth experiencing. And, yeah, like, these movies we're talking about, like, this Jay and Silent Bob flick might be that, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. It can just be entertaining, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I went into it with, like, no expectations. Like, this, this isn't going to be good. You know, like, th- this isn't going to be, like, a great fucking view askew movie. It's going to be, It's you know, no Clerks. It's, like, it's, not, it, it's not Clerks, but the cast of Clerks is in it in black and white, and it's fucking great. Sign me <laughs> the fuck up. But it's like, it's like, holy shit, that is a great fucking gag. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's little bits and pieces if you've seen the fucking, you know, view askew universe movies. There's little bits of this fucking movie where it's just like, oh man, that's a that's a great fucking call. Oh, that's fucking brilliant, you know? Right. Like, and that's what the first one was back in like 2000 or 2001. The entire thing was a callback to his previous five movies or four movies at that point, right? It was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was up through Dogma. Yeah, so it was it was Clerks, uh, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, and it was a callback to those four. So it had all the fucking characters from it. And I I am happy that this one continues to do that because it's funny because it's so much further removed. Yeah. That it would be even less people would get it than they did the first time around. So, like, that's great. That's fucking great. Say, I have not seen it, but I will. Yeah. One more for the backlog of movies that I have not seen, even though I should. There you go. Kevin Smith understands fan service. Fuck yeah. For sure. I, you know, I, again, it was a movie I didn't think about, like, you know, I, I thought about watching it before. And, like, you know, when Karina was here, it was like, all right, we're, we'll watch this together. And now it's just like, oh, well. Okay, I'll just, uh, you know, watch this on my own now. (laughs) So, you have a great night. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Looking forward to Clerks 3. I uh, absolutely (laughs) am looking forward to Clerks 3. Are they actually going ahead with that? Because I know they've been saying for like the last decade they're going to do it. Yeah, they're doing it. Nice. All right. Sign me up. 
Yeah. I uh, was was as a, as a as a as a young boy, I was hugely influenced by Randall Graves. I thought he was the fucking shit, <laughs> and I like how with his character arc, they kind of made him like. I mean, they they he's fine, but like they kind of made him a loser in the second one, and I'm like, yeah, that's about right. That's like where that should end. But like, I idolized that guy. I was like, oh, the the verbosity here, and like his cynicism, I aspire to that. Think so, Joe. Merch. <laughs> Think so, Joe. Merch. Go check out the new merch store, merch.thinksojo.com. Buy your new, your new Think So Joe show T-shirts. Yeah, get that mm. shirt. Get yeah. some attire. Get get a shirt, man. Get, get wear the... us. I like I like the Think So Joe has a podcast shirt. I was wearing it yesterday. It's like, look, I'm wearing a shirt with my face on it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then you know, John goes uh, goes. Oh, you look angry. I'm like, it's. Ba- Did you ever see the Shepherd Fairy? Like, oh, like uh, Andre the Giant has a posse stickers. No, so I had to fucking pull up the Shepherd Fairy Andre the Giant stickers. Like, this is what the shirt's based. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> uh, it wrapped a few months ago, so yeah, it's done. All right. Well, let's fucking go. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> It's not very subliminal. You need to flash <laughs> that back and forth so it goes into the viewers' heads. There we go. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Merch dot think so, Joe. Brand new shirts, man. I gotta. I I I've already gotten two of them, and now I'm just like. And after I bought those two, I added a couple of more. So I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta get these ones. So now I st- there's a bunch of Living Brain Dead merch I gotta get, and there's a bunch of Think So Joe merch I still gotta get, and like. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck, man. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool shit about to come out in this fucking merch store when we when yeah, we finally I'm, get I'm, around to launching it. But uh, I'm excited. It looks yeah, it looks fucking great. I know you're like gung ho about the coffee mug that's in there. <laughs> I'm a fucking I don't know, man. I'm always wearing Descendants t-shirts, so like you got to understand how big of a coffee fan I am. I am dependent on caffeine to get through the day. I drink at least a pot, and I love the fucking coffee mug. It's great. It's great. It looks awesome. An update about what? I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. That's a teaser. We're, uh, we're hoping to, uh, at some point, get this new single put out. Uh, and when we do that, we're going to try and launch the new store. Ooh, oh, bye, 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 bye. Yeah, that looks again bad. visual and auditory medium. You can't see that, what we're that seeing. looks badass. <laughs> that looks fucking. That, that's part of uh, what we're what we're currently talking about, though. So they'll have to just wait. Yep, yep, yep. It's cool yep, though. Yep. That's cool. See, that's like that long form teaser. Nobody will fucking know. Oh, I said cool about. merch. Was it a hint about an update? Um, I mean, a lot of the merch is currently available. Uh, through, like, our band camp, or if you come to a show, um, some of it is not. So, um, but we got cool shit. I want to get the work shirt, man. We got a work shirt. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's a fucking Dickies work shirt with the fucking logo embroidered on it. That's going to be cool. great. I'll get that thing. I'll wear it at the contract negotiations. Motherfuckers will run out screaming. <laughs> I'm in fucking, uh, I'm in Cleveland at the fucking Waffle House, right? Because mm. that's where we went, like, on the way before we, before we flew out to Vegas. Uh, so I'm in the fucking Waffle House. We're just sitting there for like an hour just fucking bullshitting, man, because we got so much time before our flight. And, you know, like, it's the first time I've ever, like, met this dude. Like, I met him when he came to pick me up. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're you just... You went cross-country with a dude you've never met. You had the Great American Road Trip in a plane Pretty through much. the internet. 
Pretty much. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're sitting in fucking uh, at the Waffle House in Cleveland. We're sitting there just, you know, bullshitting, kind of sharing stories. And waitress comes up and she says, hey, I have a question. Like, yeah? She goes, so living brain dead, what is that? I'm like, oh, here, have a download card. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's my punk band out of Buffalo. Check us out. Look at this guerrilla <laughs> marketing. Guerrilla marketing. You're on the front lines distributing download codes I to keep, the mildly interested. I got to keep these things in my pockets at all times now and just hand them out. Absolutely. It's like a business card. My fucking Uber driver, right? <laughs> we, we got it. We, uh, so our, our great meal in fucking Vegas was we went to fucking Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was going to say this when you were texting about it, but like, it is so, it, it should not be as difficult as it is, but it is so hard to fucking find food in certain parts of Vegas because they just want you throwing money at the fucking machines. It's so, so hard to find food. So here's the deal is we were leaving the show and we had a little bit of time before our flight. So we're like, all right, let's get food. And then, you know, one, if we get food, then we can wait to call an Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then we don't have to pay all the surge pricing or whatever the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. So we're like, what is close to us? We don't want to walk in this giant crowd going that way towards the strip. We just want to fucking go somewhere where we can get in, get some food, and get a fucking Uber. Yeah. So, um, so we just typed in, like, food near us, and it's like, jack in the box. Okay, sure. So... The network congestion is just so bad, I can't get, like, an exact location of where I am. Right. So it's just like, all right, it's in this direction, let's go. Mm -hmm. So we start walking, and we, you know, the security guard pulls up next to us, so you guys are lost. Like, yup. It's like, yeah, okay, I, I figured, because, you know, this doesn't, uh, there's no exit here. Like, yeah, uh. yeah we're, 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 we're starting to realize that. He says, listen, man, this is, it's private property, but I understand. Like, so here's what you do, you guys. Go, you know, take the left when you get past the building here. That'll take you out of here. And then go up to the next major street and take a right, and that'll take you over where you're trying to go. Okay. Oh, thanks, man. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, great. So we get out of this parking lot. We see a couple fucking on the sidewalk. Uh, <laughs> and Vegas, we're, baby! <laughs> we're just like, okay, anyway, what were we talking about? Let's go. Uh, so uh, we get, uh, you know, we, we get over to, like, there's restaurants. So there's, like, all these fast food. There's, like, a, a, a chicken finger place that's open. Okay. But it's packed with, like, just people in Metallica shirts. It's like, eh. Well, that makes sense. There's a large overlap. The Venn diagram of Metallica fans and Chicken Finger lovers. You might as well say like humans and. Chicken well, here's the, I mean, like in San <laughs> in San Francisco, it was so hard to get food after the fucking Metallica show. Yeah, and and it was no, it was not much different in Vegas. So we're just yeah. like, we're like, oh, there's a McDonald's. Oh, they're they're not open 24 hours. Like what the fuck? You think McDonald's is open 24 hours in Buffalo? They're not 24 hours in Vegas. Fuck. Mm -hmm. So the Jack in the Box was fucking closed. We found that. And there's like a Wendy's that was closed. There's like a Denny's across the street in a fucking days in that's also a casino. So we're like, you know what? Let's try the fucking Denny's. And we walk into Denny's. It's not that busy, but there's only three people working. So it took us a little while, a little while to get seated. While we're waiting to get seated, I look up at Uber and it's like 40 bucks to the fucking airport. So I'm like, you know, just go to the fucking airport and get food there. And he's like, is there anything open at the airport at this hour? I'm like... Good point. Let's wait for food. Yeah. So we wait, we get our food, we eat, and we fucking it ended up costing us 20 bucks to the airport from there. Um, but, like, you know, that was what we ate in, We ate at fucking Denny's. Cause it was, so we get this Uber driver, right, mm -hmm. uh, after we leave Denny's. And uh, we're talking to the guy. 
And we remembered, like, as we're on the way to the airport, oh, shit, we wanted to get our picture taken in front of the fucking Vegas sign. He's, oh, it's right down here. I'll take you. Oh, cool. Cool. And, you know, the dude that I went with handed him, like, a 20 or something, you know, for, for taking us over there and taking oh, our picture in front yeah, of it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. And we get to talk to this guy, and he's like, yeah, I'm a rapper. Like, really? He says, yeah, I was on America's Got Talent. And he hands me this business card. Now, I'll tell you what this is. It says, search YouTube, Crimson, K-R-I- M-Z-O-N versus Toxic Flow, next Vegas rap battle. And we looked it up when we got to fucking Cleveland. <laughs> and we were just like, and it's this dude rapping against another dude. It was, you know, pretty entertaining. And then we're like, he said he was on America's Got Talent, right? So we, we go try and find this fucking guy, right? We finally find him, like, on an America's Got Talent fan page. And it's like, he was on season four, episode one, so... We can't find the exact clip of just him, but we found season four, episode one of America's Got Talent, and we found his, uh, you know, 15 seconds of fame there of, of him oh, going up. Oh, man, so he was in the weed out section? Oh, boy. Him going up, That's rapping, it. and getting voted out in, like, 15 fucking seconds. Oh, but, boy. man, it was That's cool. Hard. He was cool. <laughs> he was cool as shit, man, so we were, like, super happy to get him as our fucking driver. Well, hell yeah, man. Fucking great. Not gonna lie, I miss Denny's. Ours closed down like a year and a half ago. Like, it's not great, but it's there. <laughs> That's, that should be their corporate tagline. Denny's, it's there. Yeah. Uh, I, th that, that patty melt they made a while back where it's like a grilled cheese on Texas toast with a meat patty in the middle and then it had Thousand Island dressing was pretty fucking great. I'm, I'm on board with that. But otherwise, yeah, it's there. Yeah. You know, at a slight premium because they're open 24-7. You know, they're fine. I mean, that's where you go. That's where we used to go after concerts all the time. When you know, when I lived in Niagara Falls, it's like, all right, we're back home. Let's go to fucking Denny's on the Boulevard. <laughs> Nothing fucking... wrong with Denny's, man. That's where we used to go after we had parties. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was great. Like, uh huh. That's where you go. Yeah. <laughs> Denny's. It's where you go. I don't know if that's a good tagline. Yeah. I'm gonna confuse people. But Denny's. No, are you drunk? That'll. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had fucking Denny's, and then we flew back to fucking Cleveland and. Drove home. I was trying. I was struggling to stay awake on the fucking drive home. I'm just like, yeah. So thing though, like it is. It is perplexing to me how difficult it is to find food in the city of Vegas because like it's it's not all that difficult if you like know where a restaurant is. But like if you're in a casino, hard to find food. They will put it behind a wall where there is a slot machine that you need to wait by. Uh, well, we did absolutely have to wait near slot machines. Exactly. And walk through a fucking casino to get to the Denny's. But exactly. That is absolutely true. We, we, we probably did haunt the same Denny's and pro probably after some of the same shows. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's get out of here. We got one more song to play for you tonight. And uh, it is by our friends in The Abrupters. And they are performing Monday at Mohawk Place with Deals Gone Slack and Stop the Presses. Uh, that show is at 8 p.m. It's $10 in advance, $12 at the door, 18 and up with ID. If you don't have your ID, they will throw you out on your ass. Uh, and this is The Abrupters, and this song is called Forget Me Not on All WNY. Think So Joe Show. We'll see you next week. Baby, you can